What up, everybody? This is your boy, B-Rob, and I'm here with another edition of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast. And um, just a little bit of difference in the production of this episode. Uh, I have my guest here with me, uh, Josh Lopez, uh, current curator of the Hoots podcast with him and Adam and um, curator of pro wrestling transcriptions. You can find that on a uh, well, I think it's pwtranscriptions.com. Uh, you pretty much give you all the play-by-play and word form for every and any wrestling show that's going on. WWE, NXT, New Japan, TNA, all the things. So hit that website up and uh, get you a pro wrestling transcriptions. Only reason I'm doing it like this is because um, once I hit the record button, we connected the call and we just started on into it, man. Uh, we just got to chitter chatting and everything. And I just kept going. I, did, I forgot about the intro. We just engaged in conversation and whatnot. But it was good to have the good brother back on the show. Uh, we talk about a whole bunch of things from music to movies and wrestling, of course, and just things and stuff <laughs> um, a couple of things that you're probably going to hear at the end of the show again anyway but I'm going to hit you now since I'm up front like this um, May 10th through the 12th Comic Palooza here in Houston Texas at the George R. Brown Convention Center I will be there Friday, Saturday and Sunday representing for the Random Rounds with Rob wrestling is trash and you motherfuckers listening to me right now I guess I say that enough and I call Ooh, my voice changed. Hold on. <sighs> Had to clear my throat there. Um, I call y'all that enough. I call people that enough. So officially as it goes, you are my motherfuckers. You know, the random motherfuckers that you are that listen to this show. You know, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful manner. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'll be out there representing for you at Comic Palooza this year. This is my first convention that I'll be... uh being a part of rather than going to as a spectator and whatnot Friday at 3 p.m. I'll be there doing the show live um, Saturday. I'll be there on a panel with uh, many other local podcasters uh, talking about how to use social media as a tool to promote your podcast, which I do on the daily and Sunday. I'll be on another panel um, giving you the ins and outs and tips and tricks. You know, not that I'm a pro or anything, but I've been doing this for a little while. So I know a little bit about something um, about uh, hosting a solo podcast. I mean, this is a solo podcast, even though I have guests, but I'm the man steering the ship. I'm the one putting it all together, getting the guests and all that stuff. So, I mean, it's solo in that aspect. And um, I'm excited, man. Just so many things going on. The only thing that kind of sucks about it is because uh, given my financial situation, even though I got so much support from you all that's uh, listening out there, fellow podcasters and just great people in general, you know, getting the merchandise and everything. And the few people that I have doing the Patreon is not quite enough to where I. I wanted to bring merch to sell at the uh, convention, but, you know, all the days that I'll be there, I'll be sure to have uh, discounts and sales going on at randomrobcast.com forward slash merch. Um, shit. Hell, if you want to get on there right now, because you're entertaining the idea of coming to Comic Palooza, maybe you're coming to Comic Palooza and you want to represent three R show. Hit me in the DM, man, whatever platform it is that you use. Well, not whatever platform because i don't use snapchat um was that uh vera or whatever the hell it, <laughs> they was trying to push the next 
Instagram craze or whatever the hell it is. I don't have all those other extra ones, but you can hit me up on Facebook. You can hit me up on Twitter. You can hit me up on Instagram. And if you want to represent at Comic Palooza wearing some three R merch, you know, I'll give you some special discounts. Hit your boy up. Hit your boy up. But yeah, I'm excited and I just can't hide it. But um, without further delay, I mean, you're going to hear me spill this jargon again at the end of the show. But then you, you get a nice little update sandwich here, you know, on the front and the back end. So um, without further ado, let's roll right into this edition of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast featuring Josh Lopez. You are now listening to Random Ramblings with Rob. Yeah. If you like hanging out at Walmart, if you like hanging out in the aisles, if you like talking random stuff, random random things with Rob. Uh. Random ramble links with Rob. Yo, yo. Random ramble links with Rob. Walmart talking. What random? What random? Random random Rob links with Rob. Rob 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 Rob. Titty milk. <laughs> Lot time no see, my man. Yes. <laughs> I I look like a I don't know, like a seventy year old baby. <laughs> yeah. You said I'm rocking the beard and shit. <laughs> oh crap. You in, you in your bed or something? What are you doing? <laughs> no, I, had, uh, I was readjusting the mic stand. Oh, okay. I got this um, oh, shit, sucker if, right here. If I was in bed, I would be readjusting my mic stand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got this. Uh, this is what I use for the podcast. Now. I've been using this for, um, I don't know, about eight months or so. Mm-hmm. It was like 200 bucks at Best Buy. Not too bad. Yeah, I'm looking to upgrade here soon. Can you hear me good, by the way? Oh, yeah. No problems. Cool. Microphone. <laughs> 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 right. Radio camera at me. Oh, I'm sitting in the dark. <laughs> in the tunnel. Yes. Now, just where my computer is sitting is down. Even if I had the lights on in here, I'd just look like a shadow anyway. Right. Because <laughs> it's behind me. Yeah, man. I'm. I'm down to talk wherever you want. I know I mentioned music and stuff, but even if you have like wrestling or whatever's on your mind, obviously it's your show. So <laughs> it's, it's a cool way for us to catch up with each other. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, yeah. Broadcaster's best friend, Water. Waterfall Mania. You going to see Endgame? <laughs> yes. You already got your tickets. Yeah. I have my tickets, but I might watch it by myself um, 
<laughs> my parents are all busy and stuff, so I don't have a lot of other people to go with. So I don't know. Maybe uh, check a check out one of the theaters downtown. I don't live that far from downtown Chicago, so yeah. Damn. Um, I kind of wish I was going by myself. To <laughs> <laughs> bring the whole crew. Yeah, because like me and my wife would be fine. I know the boy will be okay, but damn, that fucking eight-year-old, man. <laughs> That's a three-hour and one-minute movie. <laughs> no shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then I'm glad my wife is coming, because like, she's going to want to go to the bathroom like 38,000 times, and I'll be like, ha-ha, you're a girl. Take her with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no uh, intermission during the movie. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. But shit, they're doing that damn... 22 movie marathon right now at certain theaters. They're doing all the freaking Marvel movies. By the way, any any Marvel or wrestling fans that are doing that marathon right now, I don't want to hear a peep about WrestleMania anymore. Yeah. That's that's stupid. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that, that's what I was saying. Um, <laughs> Somebody brought that up. And I was just like, man, if you've watched... Uh, freaking a week of programming for WWE. This should be pre- that should have been preparation for you to go watch WrestleMania, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I, I don't even understand what the gripe and complaint was. I mean, me personally, from sitting there, I was there the whole show from beginning to end. It didn't bother me, and it just kind of blew by once the action started. I mean, it's just like I feel like if you're there live. It's a totally mm-hmm. different experience than if you was watching it on TV. Because at home, I mean, you got distractions. I mean, you can get up and go anywhere you want to. And then, like, being there live and in person is just like you're fixed in on the action that's in front of you and everything. You know? Right. And then you don't have commentary distracting you either. You just, like, you got to lock in and see what the hell is going on because you don't have nobody to guide you through the story. Like when I when I saw you at the dome, like I felt like really bad that I didn't get to like sit with you and just watch the show <laughs> together. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, like, you, I was, you've been I was like ha- I was halfway across the stadium with Brother Carter, um, and then when I went to Orlando a couple years ago, I was sitting with Matt, and then Matt would leave halfway during under matches, and he literally left the stadium before Undertaker and Roman's match was going on to get an Uber for his Disney hotel. I was like, you SOB, man. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to leave me hanging there like nothing, man. You going to Tampa? I'm trying to. Yeah. I I want to go. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to prep for that. But, man, shit, what's been going on? I I know you've been... How are the calluses on your fingertips and everything from all that typing you've been doing? (laughs) Let me look at my fingers right now. That's a good question. <laughs> Don't forget the thumb, too, uh, especially for playing guitar. Even though thumbs, you're not actually pressing any chords, just the pressure of holding, like, let's say a bar chord, it looks like this. Obviously, it's not good for podcasting, but mm-hmm. for visual purposes, I'm looking like, it looks something like this, like some type of spider or gang pose or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a spider gang pose. <laughs> yeah. Something I don't know. There, we have the weirdest gang names. Yeah. In spider gang, spider gang, spider gang, spider gang. <laughs> Venom, Venom's gonna have a gang too. That's gonna be a new one soon. <laughs> but damn, did you? Did you? What you think about that movie? Off topic. 
I have I haven't seen it yet. I did see Venom uh, when they did the um, Spider Man um, prequels, forever in the early two thousands when yeah. I was younger. Uh, I liked that. Uh, I always been into uh, Venom more than Spider Man, just yeah. from the look purposes. Um, Badass. Yeah, it's 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 awesome. I'm sure Tom Hardy did a great job. The movie. I just haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Uh, well, I won't give you details, but like the feel, the theme, the look of it is a buddy cop movie. Right. Yeah. That's that's what it's like. <laughs> I mean, I have no gripes because I I took the family and the kids. We all went see it together, and it was just like it was a fun movie. You know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> my one of my favorite uh, buddy cop series that's been going on. I don't know if they'll do a third one. Is uh, Ride Along um, oh. <laughs> with Cube and uh, Cube and Kevin Hart? Man, uh, if you haven't seen any of the Ride Along movies, you're missing out. Yeah, I, man, my wife love them shits, especially the first one when he fucking sh- hit the shotgun and went all the way back into the tray and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! You got a damn kick move. <laughs> was he on like a jet ski or whatever for his wedding? In the second one, towards the end, he's like, "I'm gonna fucking die." <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I think it was either a jet ski or one of them little boats. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> speaking speaking of movies, I mean, what you watching nowadays, dude? Mm. Well. Just for those that don't know, I don't really watch a lot of like regular television shows regularly. Like the only show I was watching at a certain time was Empire, and then Justy Smith uh, Smith decided to make my city look like a joke, and it's been kind of hard for me to watch Empire, Uh, even though I love Taraji P Henson and Terrence Howard. Empire was like my show to watch. Uh, besides that, from an entertainment standpoint, like I watched a lot of Wild and Out that they still upload new seasons and stuff on MTV. Man, I don't care what anybody thinks about Nick Cannon, where you think he's talented or not. The fact that dude still have be able to have that show on that network like 15 years after he even started is I, I respect his hustle, man. That guy busts his ass, yeah, and it's 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 cool. I I appreciate that type of comedy. I, I always have. I always cater to that type of comedy, uh, freestyle rapping. This good a- any reason to make me laugh or make my day better. I always gravitate towards that. I I don't remember the last movie I saw. I think it was Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh man, I saw. I just, when I, I watched that on the plane on the way home from uh, New York. Man, that is a fucking great movie, man. Yes, it is. <laughs> and, see, and see, I like I like all kinds of movies or whatever, but like. Seeing just the previews, the commercials leading up to the movie, uh, movie's release, I was like, I have to watch that damn movie because it was the music uh, right. surrounding the thing. It was just like so many songs that they made that I did not know was them, you know. So I was like, Oh, I remember that song. I didn't know that was Queen. Oh, I heard <laughs> that song. I didn't know that was Queen, you know, because like I told it many times on the show, just like growing up where I'm from or whatever. It was just, you know, rap music and Southern rap music and whatnot. And then for a long time as a kid, I didn't think that I could listen to other music because I was black. I was like, hey, I'm supposed to only listen to rap. God damn it. I can't listen to no country. (laughs) (laughs) Man, I I thought I was at that point to a certain point because I was just like listening to Biggie, New Edition, all the bad boy hits, Tupac. I, at a certain time, I just thought that's all I was going to listen to. Nothing else really mattered to me. And then I started playing guitar and getting a deeper appreciation for groups who actually made 
their songs mm-hmm. instead of having all the computer bullshit on it, you know? Yeah. And that's the cool part about this whole thing with Bohemian Rhapsody. I know they had the big controversy with their director and stuff, and that's unfortunate. Um, at the same time, though, uh, not only the appreciation for uh, Freddie Mercury as the singer, but mm-hmm. Doom was a good musician, too, man. Yeah, he was. <laughs> And just like the way it all came about from like, you know, as depicted in the movie or whatever, you know, who knows how that real life shit was. But like just to think that it came all together like that was just fucking crazy. It's just like he, he would go to a show and he scouted a band that he thought that would fit well with his style. And he right. was like, <laughs> he's like, OK, um, I'm going to be a part of your group now. And this is all mine. <laughs> mm yeah, it's, it's it's a really good movie. Um, I'm just trying to see what else I've seen recently. Um, I know what I do want to see. Um, I've been super hyped about the Lion King live action movie that's coming out in July. All right, no. uh, yeah. good. No, no, no. <laughs> you you'll be able to quell some of this uh this uh this uh, noise that I've been hearing on the internet or whatever. That there was an article that came out. I didn't read too much into the details or whatever because I read the headline. And I was just like, fuck this noise. I don't need to read nothing else because this is stupid as fuck. So <laughs> it had a picture of the Lion King movie, the live action remake. And it had a picture of uh, Endgame, which will be out tomorrow. And um, the headline read, uh, Lion King and uh, Avengers Endgame on par to be um, rivals in the movie theaters as far as box mm-hmm. office and everything. And I was like, you out your goddamn mind <laughs> thinking that the Lion King is going to outdo the motherfucking end game. You're goddamn crazy. <laughs> so what you what you think about that? I mean, because all right, you with the Lion King, you're going to have all this nostalgia coming back. You're going to have all this, you know, because my kid, she's eight and she loves the fucking Lion King cartoon. And then you got all that coming into it as well. So you got the adults that enjoyed the cartoon with their freaking kids and the kids going on to see this new adaptation. Abdat- I can't talk. This adaptation. Th- yes, that yeah. word <laughs> of the, the of this movie. And then you got people who have never seen The Lion King or heard of The Lion King and just want to see this spectacle in itself. So, I mean, you got a lot of hype behind it, but it's a retelling of a goddamn thing that already exists. I mean, you could say the same thing about Endgame, but this is like new in the scope of it's never been done in film form before. So this is kind of like a new original thing that has what, 10 or more years and 22 movies supporting it. So you right. mean to tell me that motherfucking Lion King is going to outdo goddamn <laughs> Endgame. That's what you're trying to tell me. And I was like, nah. You no shot. <laughs> yeah, no shot. <laughs> um Man, this is my childhood, Rob. This uh, Lion King was the first movie mm-hmm. I ever watched. What? But I was born in ni- uh, May seventh, nineteen ninety four. Um, so yeah, the whole summer and during my younger years, I'd be at my Willis house, and she had that on all the time. And I remember it's grandma, being- right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that, I'm picking up my, on my Spanish. <laughs> yeah, that's my grandma from my dad's side, the family. Um, so 
I would always get scared of the part where like uh, Simba would look into the pond or whatever. Mm. I'm saying I'm a baby at this time, and then you have freaking Mufasa popping his face out and shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be running <laughs> across the house it's like, no, no, no. <laughs> um, I I don't know what it is about like yeah, I I think more people of my age will attest this. This is like our childhood. This yeah. it's something that connects us from that part of the mid '90s, growing up in that area, that that era. And, you know, I got to do concerts around the city of Chicago surrounding the Lion King play. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I actually played a part of the one of the Lion King plays at the Chicago Theater before um, when I was in high school. I never told anybody about that, but that was fun. I got to um, do guest uh, bass part for um, the Broadway show they were doing here in Chicago for one day. Uh, that was a lot of fun. I, 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 for me personally, my favorite movie soundtrack is Lion King. My favorite movie growing up as a kid was Lion King. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing anybody could tell me <laughs> that yeah. this live action thing is not going to be fun. At least I don't. Maybe it, you know how it is, Rob. Yeah. Especially with wrestling, everybody's got to be up in their feelings about something these days. But yeah. I don't care, man. I, I'm going to enjoy this. This is going to be a good reflection of when my childhood was actually fun. So <laughs> I'm excited for it. Yeah, and see, you know, I'm I'm a quite a bit older than you, so yes. for for me, <laughs> the uh, uh, attachment with the Lion King comes from you know all three of the kids that I have. So I have a 18 year old now. A freaking sixteen-year-old and an eight-year-old. So the the older two. I'm going by fast, man. Yeah, I know. The older two was like around for the Lion King, and I can remember when they were small, we would watch the shit out of that or whatever. And then damn, many moons later, the baby would come in, the eight-year-old, and we would all of us, you know, would introduce her to the Lion King as well. You know, just the me and the older kids and her would watch it. And it'll just be like they'll all sing the songs together and all kind of things like that. What kind of weird me out about this new movie because you know is live CGI or whatever. You know, it's realistic right. animals and whatnot. They are still gonna have the songs in there, and that's kind of fucking my yeah. my mind up. You know, it's gonna like a real lion gonna be singing. I can't wait to be king and shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know they dropped that recent trailer, and at, at the end they had um, Timon and Puma doing a wee boy, a wee boy, and they're doing it. So it, it hits the spot. <laughs> Honestly. It's on YouTube. Go check out the original soundtrack for liking. You don't even have to watch the movie. You don't even know what it is. It's just some good music. Mm -hmm. Even if you're not even the biggest classical music fan, you'll get at least something out of it. Yeah. And uh, what do you think about that? uh, You seen anything on that Elton John movie? I have not, but I know a lot of people are interested in in it. Um, I know... I know of Elton John, obviously from Candy Field, The Love Tonight, some other songs here and there. I would say I'm the biggest Elton John fan or anything like that. I don't have anything against it personally. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it was, I, I mean, for me, it's like, it's like sometimes we have artists that we know, but we never have the time to listen to their songs fully or actually yeah. care what they're doing. You know, that's just part of life. Um, but I, I'm always for biopics. I love the yeah. Straight Outta Compton movie. Still uh, haven't seen that. Still one of my favorite movies that came out the last five years. Um, I thought the Tupac movie they did a couple years ago was decent. Um, I love the Biggie one they did 10 years ago. 
I, I love biopics, so I hope this one works out too. I, we were just talking about Bohemian Rhapsody earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm always down for biopics, and I hope they do one for the Eagles down the road. I thought it. No, I'm thinking about the doors. Never mind. <laughs> no, not the doors. <laughs> yeah, man, but like what hooked me, it, just, it was just like a Bohemian Rhapsody, man. It was just like the music surrounding the commercials that it was showing and everything. You know, it, yeah. it hooked me. It made me really want to see it. Now, what got me about this Elton John movie that's coming out is a couple things. One is the guy from uh, Eggsy, the dude from the Kingsman movies, the main character, the young boy. He's right. playing Elton John. And he is actually singing a lot of the music in the movie. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. And uh, two, I seen, before I seen the proper movie trailers for it, Elton John yeah. and the and a piano company um, made a piano commercial and they uh, infused shots from the movie into the commercial. And it went from um, present day all the way back to his childhood when his uh, parents first gifted him a piano for the very first time and he played his first keynotes, man. And that shit was fucking, <laughs> just that in itself was fucking amazing. And it was just like, it had me a little misty. I had to show the wife and she was like, <laughs> that's damn good. <laughs> so, jo- um, Josh was plugging you're, you're a lot of things. You were surprised by it, right? Yeah, I was surprised by it. And Josh was plugging a lot of things on the YouTube that you should uh go look up and everything. I recommend that you go look up that uh, Elton John piano commercial. Just type that in. Elton John piano commercial and you'll see it and it's just fucking amazing. It's like three minutes and some change. Mm-hmm. You know, it's another good biopic. It wasn't really a biopic, but they made it out to be like a television <laughs> series. The new edition one. Oh, they yeah. Did a couple yeah. years ago. Now, I'm conflicted on that, though. Because like... All right. I want to hear it. <laughs> Why are you conflicted? All right, because it's, it's two things. Um... Before that one, they did a Whitney Houston biopic movie. Yeah, I heard about that. And that then, one wasn't good, right? It was okay. Um, they had a way better actress that looked more of a looked more like Whitney Houston compared to the person that they actually chose. But whatever, neither here or there. But right. in in the Whitney Houston movie, you know, this is just from my perspective. It made Bobby Brown look like the villain. Like he was the one that um, got her introduced to drugs and all kind of things, which ultimately led to her demise, you know, in the end. And, but when you look at the new edition movie or the Bobby Brown uh, biopic they make, it's the opposite way, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it's just like two ti- two sides of the tail and everything, or two sides of the coin. And I'm just like, all right, which one is actually true? Because I mean, what you ever heard that thing to where is three sides to a story? Yeah, you know, their side, your side. And the truth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you could say the same thing about any uh, documentary or biopic about Michael Jackson. Yeah. They made him out to be a, a positive lifting dude. And this is it. And then they had that um, that weird Neverland thing that came out on HBO a couple months ago. Something like that. Yeah, there's always three sides of the story. But... Um, I, I I took more positive things away from Bobby Brown and understood mm-hmm. that when he was acting up, he was acting up at a time where he wasn't mature yet. Yeah. 
And a lot of those, all, basically the entire group were traveling and having the world know about them and they're getting waterfall all over the place and <laughs> making dumb decisions along the way. And even before they're 21 years old, I mean, not everybody's going to be going down the positive right mm-hmm. direction all the time. And I think he made the best out of it. Yeah. Uh, and I, 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 I got more appreciation for Bobby Brown, especially watching the Bobby Brown story yeah. and even more deeper stuff that there wasn't even addressed on the new edition story. Yeah, it's it's crazy because um, I don't even know. It's just it's weird. It's like um, what goes into a documentary? You know, because, I mean, mm-hmm. you want to highlight certain things about it. I mean, and you talk about the Michael Jackson, the this is it and never land um documentary they did on hbo all right you got two sides of that whole story we all know that he was um uh a freaking great performer and everything and he put a lot into his craft and whatnot i mean you got that aspect of it from the this is it uh yeah documentary and everything and that was his fucking final days too man which was also a surreal thing and whatnot and then um you get the other side of it that which it's, it's kind of like the R. Kelly shit. It's like, it's not a new thing, but you're making it a thing now? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's kind of like the OJ thing they did on FX. Mm-hmm. Like, you knew mostly what was what already happened, but you make it... I don't know. They uh, I, As much as I thought, I thought Cuban Jr. did a really good job portraying OJ in the stuff. And I enjoyed the series for what it was, especially um, I forgot her last name, but Sarah something from um, one of the other shows that played Marsha Clark did really, really good job in that TV series. But kind of like you're saying here, like we knew what OJ did. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> it, it, uh, it I wouldn't say it is what it is because it's a fortunate situation. Not only him, R. Kelly, Michael Jackson, anybody else you want to add to the list. I mean, um, I, I think we also have to realize that this world is not perfect and we all make mistakes and stupid decisions. Yeah. Uh, and that's and that's kind of the crux that that's stuff that we deal with as people that enjoy entertainment. How many times we hear stupid things that happen in the wrestling world? Like, you hear the stuff that was going down with Alberto Del Rio and Paige, and people yeah. still want Del Rio to come back to the WWE for whatever reason. So, yeah. um, it it's not for me to cash the Spurs. I'm not perfect, but it's you know when you know stupid things are going on, you have to make a lie to uh, you have to make a stand for it. You have to understand what's going on. But I don't know. I don't know how you feel about it. Like I I love Michael Jackson's music. Mm-hmm. I. I actually liked a lot of R. Kelly's music. Yeah. Uh, it, does that make me a bad person? Because <laughs> they decided to act like an idiot off, off stage? Yeah. I, I mean, don't know. It, it's, it's the, that's a big dilemma, man. Because, like, uh, Michael Jackson, big part of my childhood. Freaking um, R. Kelly, a big part of my growing up and becoming a man and whatnot. Because, you know, that was a lot of the mood music back in the day, man. That's, yeah. <laughs> two of the three kids was populated off of that shit, you know? <laughs> so. Per album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, TP1, TP2, TP3. <laughs> but um, I don't know, man. It's just, it's hard because, like, it's not like I'm actively going look for R. Kelly song to play, but if it came on, you know, I rock that shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. 
that's the thing now, especially with these phones, now you could have your headphones and not feel like you're put in a weird position where you're playing, I don't know, um, step in the neighbor love and somebody's giving you a dirty look or whatever, you yeah, know? no shit. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I especially wonder how it feels for like wrestling fans. Like, do you watch Chris Benoit matches anymore? Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't. You don't? I don't. I mean, it's like I don't even think about the shit unless it's brought up. You know, then I remember right. I'm like, oh Me shit, too. I'm the same way. Yeah, it's like, oh shit, I forgot he did that thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. and then in kind of a preview. I don't. I don't know how it's gonna come about or when it's gonna come about. Uh, the wrestling is trash show I do. Um, I got a normal guest on there, Anomaly, and his homeboy, uh, Chris. I mean, uh, his name is Chris. <laughs> uh, Josh. Josh <laughs> Baroni. And okay. they have theories to the contrary that, you know, it was a setup and he didn't really do it. And they want to get on the show and discuss that shit. And I'm just like, okay, I'll let y'all talk it out. And I'll just kind of be in the background like, Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah because i mean it's it's an iffy subject but then again it's so year we are so many years removed to it removed from it it's just like i don't give a fuck if we talk about it or whatever i mean just it is what it is at the end of the day you know motherfuckers yeah. is dead and we can't bring them back but if i mean they want to discuss their theories and whatnot it's just theory they're not saying it's true but it's some compelling arguments they have and i'm just i'm kind of intrigued i want to know what they're talking about <laughs> Yeah, and like I, one of my favorite podcast um, episodes from Chris Jericho's ones he had with uh, Chava Guerrero, yeah, yeah, and yeah. talk about his experience when his uncle passed away. Um, I think Chris had uh, Benoit's wife's sister on the show mm-hmm. to talk about what happened that day too. So, I, I, it, it could be interesting for certain people, but it would probably sh- it's not something to be embraced, obviously. Yeah, I ain't sitting there yeah. talking like, yeah, this is true. Yeah, I'm on pins and needles. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to check it out. What about that uh, dark side of wrestling everybody been talking about? Have you got eyes on that yet? No, I haven't. Um, I know that I know my buddy Adam that I do my podcast with has been pumping it up on uh, Viceland. They they did something recently with the Montreal Screwjob, right? I believe. Yeah. And um, the Bruiser Brody joint. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just some things. Even though it's big of a wrestling fan I am, some things I don't I don't need to know everything. I'm sorry, guys. I Believe it or not, it's just us as wrestling, we don't need to know everything about the wrestling business. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, but it's, <laughs> so, you know, it's not, it's not that I'm not interested. Uh, it's, a, it's a scheduling thing, dude, man. I'm, <laughs> I don't know. I average around 12 hours of five different wrestling shows to transcribe throughout the week, let alone working at my uncle's tattoo shop now. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't have the time to watch it. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. It's It's been heavily promoted. Because, like, um, whenever we was out there for Mania, it was damn, uh, that planes flying over the stadium with banners for the dark side of wrestling. They had billboards all over the place for the dark side of wrestling. Mm-hmm. There's all kind of crazy stuff. So, I mean, somebody put some money into it. So, I, eventually, I might put some eyeballs on it. Were you walking with rats? Yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Uh, like, I, I got to try to pull up the um, footage or whatnot. But I was going, uh, walking down toward Times Square and everything. And I just seen a big motherfucker run down and jump into the sewer with the Ninja Turtles and shit. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> 
it's a thing. <laughs> oh man. It was a big I don't know how this, I, I I remember I went to New York when I was like, I don't know, five or six years old. I don't remember the trip fully vividly in my head, like experiencing what Times Square is. Like you're you're much not I would say much older. I'm I'm not gonna be bearing you right now. <laughs> but well you are older than me. Like for you, like do you feel like New York's kind of overrated? Well, as a city or no, like how it was for you when you were out there this weekend, the experience, you know, as a whole was out of the four times I've been to WrestleMania, uh, I'm going to, well, I've been to WrestleMania four times. I'm going to bar the first experience off the table because, I mean, that was just a whole bunch of special circumstances. It was my first WrestleMania. It was my birthday. I got to buy a belt, you know, so those experiences are barred from the conversation. But the other three trips. I say by mm-hmm. far the New York trip was the best trip. Um, as far as experiences, I've never been that far up north. Um, I've never been to New York or anything like that. So just experiencing um, the city was um, cool for me. And, you know, even when I went to Chicago that one time, this was before I even knew you. But, you know, just going there, and, you know, I had my tropes. I had to go see the bean. I damn uh, had to have some Chicago deep dish pizza or Chicago style hot dog, which I did not <laughs> get to do because Mrs. B-Rob had to have a plan. I just wanted to go get lost and find some food and shit, but she wasn't trying to hear that. So, Were you visiting somebody or you just wanted to check out the city? It was both. Um, okay. We had people that lived around the area and we never been to Chicago, so we was this was probably the closest we were ever going to be to it because we drove there. And um, so we went, met the people, hung out, went to Chicago, drove Went above, went above ground on the train into the city, then went mm. below ground in the subway on the way back, and that was fucking that jarred the shit out of me. I had never been underground on a subway train, and I had a <laughs> they had some unsavory characters down there. I had my bottle of wine in my hand by the neck because I was getting ready to swing on some bitches. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just in case we, we we have a cast of characters um, in the downtown area, especially for those who take the blue line. Um, in the city, uh, <laughs> you'll be waiting for your train, and you got people doing their R. Kelly impressions. They'll have their little uh, amplifier with them, seeing their hearts out and stuff. <laughs> um, Three piece quartets. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's either trying to do comedy hour or trying to get a record deal. That's how it is. <laughs> yeah. I'm just speaking from experience when I when I was traveling. I don't know three or four times a week downtown to go to broadcasting school. I have people. Like, hey man, can you go check out my CD? I know you're a producer and this and that. <laughs> can you hook me up, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was kind of um, similar in New York as well. But like what I saw most of when I was walking toward uh, Times Square was um, it's, it's a freaking hustler's paradise, man. They got they out there selling yeah. bongs, uh, bootlegs, of course. You know, bags, purses, keys, change, all kind of shit. You know, just all up and down the strip. And um, I didn't see too many mu- musical performances, but they had people out there hustling everywhere. Even when you get into Times Square, they got people out there running around with the cameras. Be like, yo, I'll take a picture for you for some, for some change and shit and all kind of stuff like that. So, I mean, it was cool because, like, I'm from a small town. And every, you know, every even when I left that small town, every place that I wind up being stationed in with the military was a small er town. So coming to here to Houston or going to Chicago 
or even up there in New York, just seeing all the big shit was just like mind blowing to me. Just like mm-hmm. I always look at a building and I'm like, how did they even come up with this design? Or did I even go back further? And I'm like, how were they even able to put this shit together without it fucking toppling over <laughs> shit? You know, it's just it, right. it just ex- <laughs> it ignites my mind and shit makes me think about a lot of things. And I got to saw the DeLorean with a dude that was dressed like Doc Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I, I kind of felt the same way when I was in New Orleans, just like looking at the dome mm-hmm. for what it was. Um, brother Carter had his brother, his brother, brother, um, brother, 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 Scott, <laughs> brother, 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 brother Scott, uh, yeah, brother Scott. Um, he got, I don't know how he did it, but he found a room inside the WWE hotel that was actually behind the Superdome, and we're like. Hey man, you two could come stay with me for two days, and then the rest of the trip I was by Brother Carter's regular house. Um, I got this, so basically I snuck into the WWE hotel when yeah. I was in uh, New Orleans. But I'm, I'm looking at it, I'm like, okay, I know most arenas and football stadiums, baseball fields, whatever they they take a certain amount of land. But just looking at the dome and how it's structured, and I don't know, it could take like. I don't know, six or seven blocks just, just looking at the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I was kind of thinking about it as we're, when we were getting, when we were leaving the stadium and it started raining and so I'm just looking at how round the motherfucker is. Like, yeah. like what part of the uh, stadium is in the dome? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just weird looking at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Architecture is fucking a mind fuck. <laughs> Yeah, you ain't kidding. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I'll walk downtown whenever I got to work here in Houston. And it's just like, I could, I could, no lie. Even when I went to San Antonio, just the downtown area or whatever, they had like a break room and they had a big open bay window where you can look at the downtown area. And it's just like the colors of the buildings and the light hits it just a certain way. It's just like a whole bunch of pastels and it's fucking amazing. And <laughs> I just like to look at buildings and shit. <laughs> Um, you know, they've been uh, promoting travel packages uh, because Survivor Series is going to be in Chicago this year. Um, I don't know if you'll come to the city or not, but it'd be nice to hang out again. Yeah, or 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 we'll figure something out for Tampa. Yeah, I mean, Tampa is the end goal, but um, it's crazy because, like, all right, you got Survivor Series in Chicago. You know, if Lord willing and all is permitted, maybe I'll make that attempt. You know, funds are right and whatnot. And mm-hmm. the Royal Rumble is here in Houston. So, yes, I mean, that's I could, correct. I'm, I'm throwing that invitation your way as well. <laughs> I never been to Houston before. Yeah, I've been to Chicago. So you have to come to Houston since you've never been here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's not that far from here. So, yeah, man. I, 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 I could I get could you, see what I can do. Dog, get you a spirit flight. I paid uh eighty two dollars. <laughs> I paid no no like no lie like I mm-hmm. originally my ticket to New York from Houston was fifty eight bucks, but wow, but I chose my own seat so they add fees to that so it wound up being eighty two uh-huh. bucks. So it's which, not that bad. Which is still not bad. Then I found a return flight for a hundred, so I spun like a hundred eighty two dollars round trip. So I mean, when I went to Santa Clara mm-hmm. uh, for 31, uh, this is my first time going 
out of Chicago for a business trip by myself. Um, I anytime I ever went to other places throughout the country, I was either with family or traveling with uh, people from my school in high school because we did like jazz competitions in Boston and other places in the East Coast. So this is my first time by myself. I got stopped all the way in Salt Lake, Utah. I feel like I'm getting high by looking at the mountains they have <laughs> in the airport. This is blaring at you. They're um, crystal shit <laughs> from, I don't know, 100 to 100 miles away. Uh, you're looking outside. It's a nice view and stuff. But still, like, it's like it could be a full day going from Chicago just to get to fucking San Jose. So mm-hmm. we got to stop in Utah, wait an hour and a half. And then you would think Utah's not that far from San Jose. It's like another three-hour flight <laughs> just yeah. to get there, man. It was brutal. Oh, man. I thought I was going to fucking die when I went to Santa Clara because, all right, um, I flew off from, from the um, the base airport on the um, military base. So, it's a little prop plane and shit, fucking propellers yeah. and shit. So, <laughs> I, 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 I've I been in a plane that size before, but um, dude was like, hey, you can come sit up in the cockpit, which, you know, was mm-hmm. like a seat in front of me. So, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll do that shit. Never, <laughs> never again. Never nope. again. If if you are, um, I'll say maybe 5'8 or higher in height, don't do it. Because, like, literally... My knees was in my chest and the flight controls was hitting me in the knees. So if you yes. ever, ever if you <laughs> ever been in a plane or seen a cockpit, you know, if you got one person flying and they moving the controls and everything, the other set of controls move too. I mean, they both control the goddamn plane for training purposes or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, so one person can take over. It's what is two steering wheels for one plane, you know, pretty much. Yeah, the motherfucker is flying. I'm in the cockpit, and the shit is hitting me in the knees. So, what if I would have fell asleep or did a herky jerky move with my legs? I would have hit the damn steering wheel and fucking flung flung us into some cloud banks and killed us and shit. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't like about airplanes now, especially the airlines. They like openly admit that the only way you're going to be comfortable in regular uh, seats is if you get those expensive ass (laughs) seats, and they they got that extra. I don't know what it's called, but they got like an extra door blocking your view from not having to look at people yeah. like in the first class area yeah the little curtain like, and shit yeah i'm like you assholes <laughs> <laughs> god damn you gotta make us all crunch our knees and then you, you're talking about the copy that there's no way i'd be in there because i'm six one that that would not have been fun <laughs> yeah, yeah. my my knees would have been shot hey, and the, yeah that was not comfortable at all and then this is like i was in a permanent crunch position like the whole hour flight or whatever because like it flew us from uh fort linwood missouri to st louis missouri in under an hour because um driving it would have been an hour and a half drive on the ground but the plane ticket was like 40 something bucks so it i flew like 35 40 minutes to st louis airport to get on the big plane to go to santa clara right but dog I could, I could have died. <laughs> it was fucking scary, man. It's just like my knees just kept brushing that controller, and the plane would kind of like twinge just a hair, and I was like, "Oh fuck this!" 
where, where you feel like that dude from the Friday movie? Oh, my neck. My back of my neck. <laughs> Man. Oh, I, I, I would never do that again. He'd be like, you want to come sit up front? <laughs> nope. And I and I recommend nobody else sit in the front either. <laughs> oh man! Did you did you see the um, the what is it, the Firefly Fun House? Yes, I did. Um, did you love it? Well, I want to this little disclaimer here. Like, I don't get to watch all of Raw live as it's happening mm-hmm. on Monday because I'm working at nights at my uncle's shop. So mm-hmm. on Mondays, I'm cleaning the tattoo tubes. So there'll be some stuff I'll miss in between here and there because uh, it, it, it's a process. So basically when you're doing tattoo tubes, you got to put the tubes in a ultrasonic machine mm-hmm. for about 30, 45 minutes. Hey, nobody go in this bathroom for 30, 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, I'm, I'm putting, I'm doing different loads of the tattoo tubes and I'll catch some parts, some matches here, there. And then when, once my final load was over, ironically, I'll come to the Firefly Funhouse and I'm seeing Blue's Clues and I thought Brother Carter was about to pop out. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> then it ends up being Bray Wyatt. And <laughs> I, I don't have a definitive opinion on it and i think that's a good thing more than a bad thing to be honest with you because um i don't think it's okay to say you want something creative or different in wrestling and then when it happens you're like oh this is fucking stupid i, I, I don't get why this is happening you know <laughs> they, they they can't win they can't win you want something different they give to you and then it's not good enough and i, I was mentioning this on instagram yesterday in my story like why do we as a society so rush into saying things that don't make sense if you really don't know what's actually happening? Yeah. yeah. And it's not just wrestling, it's just general. Everybody's mm-hmm. always quick to say, Oh, that doesn't make sense. How do you know that doesn't make sense? Because it doesn't match with your reality? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I fucking love it, man. I damn um, soon as soon as I seen the colors in the all the <laughs> stuff, I was just like, Oh, this this is gravy. Gravy, yeah. baby. Now, because, like, I think, you know, what what is his name? Wyndham Rotundo or whatever. I think that guy is yeah. a, a great fucking actor. And I would rather see him in movies rather than wrestling. But, you know, this is the only medium that I get to see him in. And yeah. he, he's fucking good at his craft, man. You know, just his style of speak and everything, the way he delivers his lines and whatnot. Did you see... um the skit when he was the midwife on the ENC. Show. Yes, I did. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that was hilarious. That was exactly, man. It's just like his <laughs> delivery and just his facial expressions when he talking and everything. This dude could be paid millions of dollars to be an actor, and I would love every minute of it. He can be in a slasher film. He can be in a fucking fighting movie. He can do all the things. I was saying it, man. Like when we're on the uh, on the pipe bomb, I always thought that Bray Wyatt was this era's Mick Foley. Mm-hmm. Like this dude could channel any different type of character that he wants to, and he'll make the best out of it. Yeah, it's just like I don't know, man. Is he, he's fucking good? You know, you can talk about his uh, in ring ability, which I believe is pretty good, but um, his verbal skills, awesome, top notch. Well, what was the the words on his glove? Hurt and heal. Yeah, hurt and heal. Is that heal. what it was? Mm-hmm. It's, I, I can't wait to see where this is going. And Bruce Pritchard, 
uh, Houston's favorite son besides Booker T. Oh. Um, <laughs> Bruce Pritchard is now doing um, – he's back with the creative team. So he's always been big on the viet, uh, vignettes, especially during the 90s and 80s. So uh, him working with Bray, I think the best is yet to come for this fun house. Uh, I don't know how many episodes they'll do with this. If there's something like they bring a talking segment in the ring, I don't know. There's a lot of things you could do with this, and I'm I'm very excited for it. Yeah, and that's I believe that's what we're missing a little bit of. I mean, especially if they're not going to be on TV right away. Get them hype yeah. packages in there. Get them promo packages in there. You know, it worked for Kofi, and look where he at now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You remember them shits? <laughs> the damn, him walking on the beach in Jamaica and shit. And <laughs> I'll never forget uh, they had that um, they're building up for a bragging rights match and Kofi Kings is trying to calm everybody down in a regular voice and Triple H is like wait a minute I I thought you were Jamaican (laughs) yeah he was like no 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 screw all that other noise (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were Jamaican that's kind of like they didn't do it on air though but it was kind of like the de-evolution of Lana it's just like Russian, 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 semi-Russian, American. <laughs> yeah, hick, 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 hick lingo. There you go. <laughs> yep, I, I knew that was going to happen eventually, man. They should, they should have never led off with that. Even though, I mean, she does speak Russian, and she was raised there for a time, for what I understand. The they should just never go full bore on something like that, unless they're actually from that fucking region. Hey man, waterfalls can try any type of accents they want. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. But speaking of, uh, we we need to update the list, right? Yes, we do. Yeah, I mean, I don't even. It's remember. been a minute. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember what I had originally, but I'm gonna give you some new shit now, though. <laughs> All we- right, I got a question for you. Do we add people to go the fuck homeless this time, or we can do both? This waterfall. We can we do, do both. both. Do both. Okay. Let's start off with the with the the lighter of the two. Let's let's get the waterfall mania action going now. Well, what are we gonna do? We gonna do top three or top five? Let's do three. All right, three, three. All right, yeah. all right. You go three, then I'll go three, then you go two. We'll volley back and forth. All right. So is this for wrestling or in general right now? Hmm. Let's do in general. Okay. I'll 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 leave wrestling aside. We'll add that for a different list. All right. All right. Um, that's man. That's a good question. Uh, number three right now for me, uh, Carissa Thompson from Fox Sports. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of people uh, <laughs> say that Stacey Keebler has the best legs out there, but mm-hmm. this girl will <laughs> her legs makes uh, Stacey Keebler blush. I'll just say that. So, Carissa Tazen, you ever seen her uh, doing stuff on NFL uh, pregame shows? That girl is holy moly donut shop, man. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at her right now. Mm-hmm. All right. How about you, man? <sighs> um, Let's see here. I was fully. Pre- oh, wait a minute! She got some some braids in her hair. That looked, that kind of threw me off for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Most people would look at that and be like, "She's appropriating our culture," but I wouldn't say that at all. <laughs> but um, I don't know, man. Um, it's it's kind of hard for me because like I barely watch television. So I mean, and if I'm do, I'm watching wrestling and shit, which is weird as fuck. But um. I'm gonna just stay with my tried and true, and um, 
I am what, what's her name? Uh, Sophia Del Vergara or whatever. Vergara, uh, yeah. yes, yes. The the funny voice lady. <laughs> <laughs> I first saw her in a Tyler Perry movie. That's when I first came to know her. I forgot which one it was, but it was probably the one with the um, black people was overcoming some adversity, or they had some family issues, or somebody died, or somebody had a secret. You know how Tyler Perry movies are. But <laughs> I, I I first saw her in the movie where they had the four brothers, uh, Mark Wahlberg, uh, Tyrese. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Sophia Vergara. And she popped into my mind right now because we, speaking about wrestling, uh, what Modern Family always comes on before and after or after. Yeah, it comes on after. So I always yeah. catch the, the overrun. <laughs> <laughs> um, my my number two uh, is brought to you by Dasani Water. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be Kristen Stewart. Oh. I don't I don't know what it is. I the first time I saw her and it wasn't a Twilight movie, so mm-hmm. I don't want to get the jokes out of the way, all right? Yeah. <laughs> um I don't know what it is. This is something that's like connected me. It, it, I want to say love at first like, cuz it's weird. So you talk about an actress like you never taught her or anything like that, but I don't know. For me personally, I feel like Chris Stewart's one of the hottest women I ever seen in my life and she don't get enough credit from that point of view. Yeah, I would say she's grown into it or whatever. I'm looking at um more recent pictures of her right now. It's just like um Well, she going all out with her hair now. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm looking she at She don't that. know what she wants to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean cuz um she she's into girls now, right? Yeah. Yeah, so this she's she's in a funny spot in her life right now. <laughs> hey, you got to be you, man. Yeah, you got to be you. She's finding herself. She's, she's trying new things and whatnot. So, I mean, it is what it is. And then that's double waterfall because she's going to bring her waterfall friend with her. So, there you go. More more the better, man. Exactly. <laughs> getting tsunami around this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> number two. Number two. Um, I just seen her recently in the Shazam movie. So, it kind of reaffirmed uh, these feelings and whatnot. And um, is Megan good? That was an honorable mention because mm-hmm. I was really into her when I was in um, elementary school and stuff. Um, when she was in Rollbouts and those type of movies. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> then we have Twenty One Questions as a song one week for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a part <laughs> of the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I seen her in Shazam or whatever, and she. <sighs> She still looked the same. She's just like one of those ageless people or whatever. You know how, um, wasn't it Keanu Reeves? He doesn't age. Goddamn, uh, Jason Momoa doesn't seem like he ages. Right. Freaking, um, who else? There's so many people. Um, Brad Pitt, to a certain extent, he doesn't seem like he ages. Mm -hmm. They just stay the same. Uh, Tom Cruise. Yeah. I'm I'm not a Tom Cruise fan, but he fits the description. Yeah, yeah. All right. What what's your number one, my man? Hit me up. What you got? Number one right now for number me. Number one, 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 one. One, one, one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna pull it up right here. I'm I added this right here on my Instagram page. Uh here we go. Uh it's not an actress, it's not even a celebrity. It's a girl who does video gaming on YouTube and Twitch. Mm-hmm. Her name is called Erin Olash. Mm-hmm. Mama Mia, man. Dasani Waterfall, um, uh, Hostess Waterfall, 
And you could add a bunch of different descriptions for her, man. Holy moly, man. Oh, I'm looking at her now. She do um, collaborations with Barstool? Yes. Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, that's nice. Very nice. Very nice. It's top-notch pick. I like that. Mm-hmm. The wrestling ones will be easy to write off because we see them. <laughs> yeah, every day. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, there's one that I hold near and dear to me. And it's always going to be either her or the other one. Mm. But today is going to be her. And that's Miss Paula Patton. Oh, man. I was just about to mention her, too. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Paula Patton, baby. Damn it. Uh, it's, what, what was Robin thick thinking, man? It's, he was thinking with his <laughs> penis head. So, so this was the thing that, you know. All right, so apparently they were together. Now, they've been together for a long, long time, you know, through the majority of his albums, except for the um, Paula one. That's when they broke up. So um, what I was told or what, from what I understand what led to the breakup is they had a, a relationship to where they would bring in a third party, a third person into their bedroom and whatnot. So the thing of it was, was like, all right, it's, it's that thing to if you had that type of relationship it's fair as long okay. as it's all three of you involved. So the issue was that he was stepping out with the third party and not involving her at all. You know, so it was just kind of like, you know, when we when all three of us together, she can, when me and you are together, this third person can come over and this can be our thing. But if I'm not around, this person shouldn't be around either. That's kind of how it went. So he was stepping out with the the third party the whole time and shit. Right. So that would led to their divorce and breakup. And I was like, use a dumb motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I don't care what the circumstances is. You don't let that go. <laughs> no, man. And she's not even a bad person, too, which is a double dumb on his part. Hell yeah, man. It's just like you had a woman that was willing to give you everything, even if it was another woman. <laughs> you know, she only had the one rule. It's only cool if it's me involved as well and like i i, I really i really say this because a lot of times they, they dress labels on different women like too quickly but i don't care paul Patton's a queen mm-hmm. and she was the one that uh suggested the women be naked in his blurred line videos <laughs> and by the way she has good um background vocals if you heard ushers can you handle it can you handle it uh, from the Confessions album, that's her singing in the background. Oh, can you handle it? Can you handle that? Was her? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a little slower, but, they, but yeah, that's her. <laughs> Man, by the way, Confessions one of my uh, favorite albums. Yeah, ever. I, my honorable mention uh, besides uh, Maggie Good was uh, Keisha Cole. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I give you that one. I give you that one. And um, honorable mention, if she wasn't in the number one, she's a, like a one and a half. Uh, Rosario Dawson. Very nice. Yes. So, so it could it just depending on what day it was. You could probably call me tomorrow, and it would have been Rosario Dawson, my number one today. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. All right. Let's do the wrestling one first before we do uh, go the fuck home. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um. So I just went last. So it's your your turn for number three. All right. Number three, uh, I'm going to go with Carmella. Yeah. I mean, she and she has grown into that, too, because like mm-hmm. she wasn't always that that hot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was hot, but she's 
like hotter now. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I always liked women that are older than me, like I don't know, five, ten years. I, not fully cougar type stuff, but yeah. like I, Carmela. I don't know how old she is, by the way, but she's like. You you're not, you know how we were talking about earlier with Chris Stewart growing into herself. I think Carmela's doing that more yeah, now. Exactly, and then I'll get you that uh, answer right now. She is thirty one years old. Damn, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm turning twenty five in a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, number three for me is Ember Moon. Very nice. Oh, Lord Hammers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dog, I, I don't know what it was. It was like even before um she hit WWE, I was kind of tracking her or whatever when she was with Athena Reese and everything. And her move was called the Hussy Buster. <laughs> but um, I would often uh, pull up Google searches on her. And it was just like her and her ring attire in bare feet. And I don't know what the hell happened to me that day. I was just like, oh, Lord. <laughs> You know, that, that's what we call a turtle Sunday waterfall. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the uh, caramel delight. <laughs> caramel delight. <laughs> uh, I forgot. Who who did I say was Milky Way? Was that Naomi or somebody else? It might have been Naomi. I'm not 100% sure. Probably Kira Hogan. Who knows? Oh, I, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> I know uh, she's probably on your list, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number two for me. Um, not even on Raw, SmackDown, or NXT. I'm going to go with Killer Kelly. Oh, yeah. I like from, her. Yeah, from yeah. NXT UK. Mm-hmm. Um I have kind. Of, I have kind of thing for wrestlers that look kind of like Becky Lynch or um, Killer Kelly in that type of way. So yeah, Killer Kelly is Mamma Mia, and she's a really, really good wrestler. Like, like honestly, if, if people are looking for the next Becky Lynch in programming, I, I would say Killer Kelly. I haven't heard a lot of her promos or ever, but. That girl can go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember that Mayhem Classic match she had last uh, year with Miko Satomura from Japan. Mm-hmm. One of the stiffest ladies matches I've seen in a long time. Yeah, it's probably a stiff match for you as well, right? <laughs> <laughs> I walked into that one. That was a good one. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at a gif of her right now. She's looking at uh, her lips and shit. I'm like, who this? Kind of tingly. All right. Uh, number two. See, see, we fucked up on this one. We should have went five because I got so many in my mind, and I'm trying to narrow it down to three yeah. right now. But um, we can add extra ones. It's, it's all right. No, no, no. no we gonna stick to form. We be all right. All right. Uh, n- number two is this one just popped into my mind. Is relatively new to me. You know, I would I already had somebody else in mind for number two, but um, since this is a new one, and I don't think we really discussed her before. Because, you know, we haven't been really, you know, recording like this. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Scarlett Bordeaux. Yep. Um, product of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Mm. I call that Windy City Waterfall. Even though she calls herself the smoke show. Yeah. Um, she's the only reason why I keep my attention while covering Impact each mm-hmm. week. Oh, That's yeah. how good her waterfall is. Yeah. Keep your attention, huh? 
at attention. <laughs> I salute you. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, that girl's smoking, man. Yeah. So I, the first time I saw her was um Brandon McIntyre. He 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 brought up the recommendation, or it was either Glenn Appett, one of the two. One of the two good brothers. They brought him up. They brought her up. Yeah. So. Um, it was in my mind. I still hadn't seen her yet. Somebody just brought her up in conversation. So I got the, uh, what is that? The freaking power slam network or one of them motherfuckers. I was on there and I was looking up, um, goddamn, what is it? Um, bar wrestling, bar wrestling. Yeah. I heard of them. Yeah. Yeah. And she was on there and I was like, is this a fucking wrestler? Because, her ring attire does not look like wrestling attire, you know. Right. And I done seen some shit or whatever, but like that is not goddamn wrestling ring attire. She went straight into motherfucking Adam and Eve or fucking uh, Priscilla's or whatever other you know fantasy sex shop that you got in your area, and just like right. I want to wrestle in that. <laughs> <laughs> um, she fought Disco Inferno. Like four weeks ago or whatever on the impact. And I was like, really? I thought I was good where I didn't have to cover Disco Inferno matches back then. <laughs> but she had an intergender match with him on impact. And now she's like a big baby face on the show. I, I'm happy for her. She's doing some good stuff on Impact, though. Like, I, when I first saw Scarlett, uh, she was in Ring of Honor, and they had a thing called the Night of Hoopla. Mm-hmm. Hoopla! Uh, she, <laughs> a Night of Hoopla. Hoopla! Uh, it, it, it was some weird, like, like they were, like, into, like, some Austin Power stuff during that era in Ring of Honor. <laughs> yeah. They were just out there, but... um, My number one is newer to the scene, and she's an announcer... Uh, more of an inter- interviewer backstage. All right, um, no, who are you talking about? You want to take a guess? Any any of the uh, backstage interviewers? Go ahead. For what for what show? Uh, she just got signed to AEW. Oh, a two. I had her on the show. <laughs> yep. Yep. Alicia. <laughs> that, that's num- that's number one for me in, in the bullet. Yeah, I yeah. think that's probably the most beautiful woman I ever see in my life. Yeah, man, she's and she's a good person. Like I said, I had her on this show. We talked and everything. She gave me some good tips, to turn my life around. I, I pray at the altar of Alicia Toot, and <laughs> you know, good person. You know, and I'm I'm happy for her success. I mean, that, you know what? It, it it feels funny or whatever because like I know that shit had nothing to do with me. But it's just so coincidentally after she was on this show, all that shit started happening. <laughs> but, but like I said, I'm not I'm not trying to put myself over or whatever, but it's just coincidentally uh-huh. that that shit happened. You know, it was just fucking crazy to me because it's like the same thing with Kiara Hogan, which I'm not going to bury the lead. That's my number one. Uh, <laughs> she was on the show and we had the conversation about her signing her uh, impact contract and everything, which it was on wax. It was recorded. I was ready to put the episode out like that Sunday and she's like you can't tell nobody right now I was like fuck okay <laughs> and, but shortly there you know mere moments after us recording she on the bigger and better things you know and now she's on the TV regularly and I'm fucking happy about that as well so you get the three all bump baby <laughs> The three R bump. <laughs> yeah, um, Alicia's number one on my list. Um, like she talk about hustling and doing like stuff I've done. Yeah, like doing 
taking similar paths. I think we're both of the same age area, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just experiencing broadcast wise and she does the pre-shows for Impact now, which is cool. And uh, she's working for AEW and she, I, I mean, this girl's got a bunch of subscribers and all this shit on YouTube. She's a star now, so. Yeah, I mean, um, to be that young and already have a, a six, seven year career and it's just fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, see honorable mentions oh, uh, I got a lot <laughs> I got a lot so I'm going to rattle a couple off real quick uh, Vanessa Bourne I'm all for the vision mm-hmm. uh, from NXT um, I think Ty Valkyrie is an underrated waterfall even though I'm not the biggest Johnny Impact dude mm-hmm. I'm sorry <laughs> just not for me yeah. um, other ones uh, from WWE, obviously Alexa Bliss. I've made that clear that Alexa Bliss replaced Mickey James for me. It's my ultimate one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other ones that really stood out recently, like I think uh, Peyton Royce is underrated yeah. as far as Waterfalls concerned too for the Iconics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? And Billy Kay looks better without the red lipstick, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, let but, me let me add Tessa Blanchard too to the list. Even though uh, I don't know if she's really that much of a hothead in real life, but if if if, if that's not, she's just doing a good job with her character because that girl be throwing temper tantrums on all the shows she's on. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even watch uh, the women's of wrestling show they have on uh, Access TV, mm-hmm. and Adam be telling me this girl be throwing temper tantrums on there too. I'm like, damn, why is she so angry? <laughs> Yeah, now let's see. Now you bring up that show is um two of them on there that pops out to my mind that I would like to add to the list. They weren't honorable mentions, but they are now. Um, okay, <laughs> the Beast and um the Lioness. Those the two. Lioness. Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! The Beast remind me like of uh, old school jazz and shit. Nice. And then um <laughs> of course they got Naomi, and then um Bianca Belair. Very nice. And um, who else? Uh, fuck! I had it in my mind. I lost it. Um, uh, the freaking I forget a goddamn name. Is is um, is, it, is it the ninja girl? Is that the one that wear like the red outfit? Is that Casey Catanzaro? No, the one with the fan. She in NXT oh, Japanese man. girl, I think. Oh, Yo Shirai. No, not Yo Shirai. Uh, that's the one that cut the backflip. <laughs> that's how I discern. <laughs> that's how I uh, identify oh, these people. Exactly. That one. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Yes. I seen her Instagram and uh, she got them big old legs and I'm just like, oh Lord Jesus, help me, please. <laughs> real, real Ripley from uh, oh. UK has big legs too, man. Yeah, and, and just like her. I mean, that was another one. How we talk about people, you know trying to find what works for them and she just turned it like all the way around <laughs> yeah she's a beast uh, she's one of the best parts of uh nxc uk yeah um and it was uh you already said vanessa born but um shit oscar man <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have I had this little like back and forth debate with brother Carter about Oscar. Like I, I I just never I don't know. Maybe it's just not for me. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah. not, 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 nothing gets like Japanese or anything like that. It's just from her looks personally, it's just not waterfall worthy in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I understand. I got you. <laughs> um, I have one more. 
Um, fucking uh, what? What is it? What is? It? I can't remember. Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. I, it'll come back to me after we finish recording. <laughs> but Kiara Hogan, number one, number one, number one, number one in your heart. Mm-hmm. But man. But for uh, before we wind down and wrap it up, man, I mean, you got anything you need to plug and put out there into the earth and the universe and everything? Um, I've been uh, picking up my guitar a lot recently. I have uh, seen that. Um, it's been fun playing a lot of different songs that I haven't learned yet. And, you know, with Instagram and social media, they're always so quick with copyright strikes and this and that. So I have to make sure I keep the video clips to a minute long. So... Anybody that wants me to learn any particular song, doesn't matter what genre it is, I'll play a Taylor Swift song. Like, I got a request for that yesterday, so I put that on there. Um, I'm down for anything. I, I love playing R&B music. That's my favorite genre of music, for yeah. those wondering. So, like, uh, last time I was on this show, uh-huh. we were talking about, my music background. I did this. I did this my third time. <laughs> yeah. On the show, Joshy Poo Part Three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I've been doing a lot of guitar covers recently on my Instagram page, and then um, my podcast uh, has been doing a lot of bigger numbers on Anchor recently. Uh, the Hoots Podcast. That's where you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram and all the good places. That that's the Hoots Podcast. Hoot, hoot. Um, hoot, hoot. Uh, I got it from uh, Talk Talking Shop with Gals and Anderson. That's kind of the inspiration behind the name of the show now. And myself and Adam Daly just you know shoot the shit like we are right now and just having a regular conversation about life and wrestling. Yeah. Uh, we're not breaking down every segment other shows uh we pick out stuff that stands us stand out to us and then i'll pick out some bad tweets yeah (laughs) uh, wrestling wise and we kind of just rip the nimrods uh just for the hell of it for comedy purposes um but yeah the hoops pockets has been doing very very well and uh we just celebrated a three-year anniversary of doing the show uh so celebration yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun doing the podcast again with Adam, and it's like we haven't missed a beat. So uh, you guys could get the Hoots podcast anywhere you want around the world, all your favorite podcasting platforms, and my baby project that I've been working on for the last couple of years. And thanks to uh, B Rob for the inspiration. Um, ProWrestlingTranscriptions dot com. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my labor of love. That's what I spend most of my week on when I'm not working at my uncle's tattoo shop. So <laughs> dropping out ten different wrestling articles a week. <laughs> Watching all the damn New Japan Pro Wrestling I, I can. Um, they, they. This is why I think I could get a break for New Japan. They always come up with three or four different specials. Yeah, with with English commentary. So yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I got to, I got to cover at least most of the New Japan shows that have e- English commentary on it. So I try my best to do that on the weekends. And man, that's pretty much it, man. I've been grinding, but it's it's been cool to do the guitar clips as a little escape from just doing just strictly media and wrestling the entire time. So it's been fun doing that. And I, 
you know how much I love playing music, how how much music means to me. So uh, you got to check out a couple of the guitar clips and stuff, and I appreciate mm-hmm. you uh, liking them, by the way. I haven't got a chance to tell you that. Yeah. Well, now, uh, since you're taking requests, I got two of them. Okay. Are you, you ready? Mm-hmm. Need you to look up a song by a group called Green Jelly, and it's called Three Little Pigs. <laughs> Very, okay. it's a very simple riff. You know, once you hear it, you'll be like, "Oh, I got this, no problem." All right. And are you ready? Yes, yes, I am. No, 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 no. Are you ready? I said, "Are you ready?" <laughs> can, can can I get a free bird out you? Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Okay. I, you don't I, have to I, do that one right away. You can take your time on that one, but I I, I would I like the green I, jelly. <laughs> I don't know about doing the solo part for Freebird. Like, <laughs> like that thing. Like I don't have um the I forgot what's called, but it's something that you put uh, on your ring finger. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's, so that's that's what you. Oh, the slider. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I have a slide they use for my acoustic guitar, but I, I'm pretty sure I'll give, I can play the chords and stuff. I'll I'll figure it out. I'll 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 do that for you. Noted. <laughs> it's documented audio, so you can't backtrack. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, let everybody know. Other than your projects that you just uh, mentioned, whatnot. Let everybody know where they can find you on the social medias. Um, Twitter, Instagram at the Hoots Podcast. I've been trying to interact more. We got this kind of funny thing with Phil from the Rabbit Dan Podcast where we do why is Sasha Banks upset? Uh, <laughs> uh, just different uh, conspiracy theories. I, I mentioned today <laughs> that uh, Sasha Banks is upset that today it's not called Boss Day. Mm. Uh, it says it's called Hump Day. Uh, I said that uh, the reason she's mad because she's not the theme for the next line of Mattel action figures. It's just fun stuff, like funny, like <laughs> things we used to do back, back and forth when we we're on the pipe bomb and stuff. Uh, That's kind of the fun parts of the show that I missed. So, um, you know, just joke around that, and you know, you know how I am, not taking everything too seriously when it comes to the wrestling stuff, and just trying to enjoy it for what it is. Um, getting to share a couple articles here there that I can do and um yeah so twitter instagram at the who's podcast make sure to check out the podcast and um um check out the website pro wrestlingtranscriptions.com and besides that man uh just trying to learn some new guitar stuff and taking it one day at a time man uh, it, it feels weird that i'm turning tw- 25 in a couple weeks and um trying to accept that fact and also accept the fact that i'm going to be bald sooner or later this hair is not going to last long hey man <laughs> much longer it, it, but <laughs> you, you, you. You you you'll be twenty five here in a couple of weeks, and you've already had your hair longer than I've had mine. <laughs> well, I you, st- had your, you had your reasons to cut it off, though. <laughs> well, well, yeah, shit. I was looking, my shit was looking like the bat symbol up top, but um, <laughs> no, because like uh, twenty two, high end twenty two, twenty three is when I started losing my hair. Right. So damn. Then fuck it. I've, I've been bald since I was. Uh, 26, 27. <laughs> mm. By the way, I, I, I have to mention this since I'm on the podcast. Um, I got the inspiration of looking at bad tweets from wrestling shows from mm. um, X3! 
<laughs> I, I, I had to give shots to this dude. Uh, he's a couple years younger than I am, but um, very good content creator. I, I loved, I, I mentioned it uh, the other day that I, I really liked the episode that you did with Xtreme, and I got to talk to him a couple times. Really, really nice dude. And I'm, mm-hmm. um, that, that stupid shit seriously has cracks me up every time because I feel like I'm saying the same things he's saying. Yeah. Like, like I would go on type those type of rants when we we're doing the pipe bomb with each other, mm. and I feel and just like him and just like what Sammy Zayn's been doing on Raw yeah. the last couple weeks, I feel like I'm cutting these promos despite that terrible song that he keeps coming out to. Hey man, it's a part of the gimmick. I mean, he 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 has become aware. <laughs> He's woke right now. <laughs> he is woke. Yeah, and uh, shout outs to uh, former guests X. I can't do it real loud. X three because my wife down there sleeping so (laughs) (laughs) but yeah big shout outs to the homie and um from what i just seen today as we record he just got him some new equipment so he about to turn out some new shit i understand yes sir yes sir you dig (laughs) cool to see the big dog back by the way denim 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 jeans jeans denim (laughs) denim (laughs) dog anytime i see denim anything i think about that shit yeah i know (laughs) i you know on facebook they had that like memory thing where they show like things you're tagged in or whatever like old photos on facebook Mm -hmm. i got the post from you uh i think you're having a family get together and they had my 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 (laughs) in the background i'm like oh man that was a good time oh man i I take my um my song selections back you need to play some johnny gill (laughs) yeah i I got i gotta add more to the list um his recent album that he did not the one that came out a couple weeks ago but uh, a couple years back called uh game Chamber. yeah that was good it's really really good that was real good my wife hit me to that Johnny Gill's my um, favorite R&B artist. Mm-hmm. Yep. My, 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 my. <laughs> sure look good tonight. tonight. And you're so damn fine. <laughs> 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 All right, yeah, man. We gotta, I need to cut this off because we're going to be sitting in here had the whole Johnny, Johnny Gill fucking uh, <laughs> album yeah, going on. My fault's going to be bursting all over the place. Wife going <laughs> to repel in from the ceiling and shit. Who, who playing Johnny Gill? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, good to catch up with you. Don't be a stranger. I got many podcasts for you to jump on, so just let me know whenever you're ready. You can come on through, homie. Same to you, brother, man. Thank you. Alright. And that was the Notorious. No, no, no notorious Joshy Lopez uh, gracing me with his presence and his musical acumen and whatnot. And we just revealed our recent waterfall selections and whatnot. And for, and for those of you who are uninformed about the waterfalls or the waterfall mania and whatnot, uh, me and Josh used to host a wrestling podcast back in the day called um, the pipe bomb with McCool and company. It was me, him and uh, Matt McCool. And, uh, out of the blue, I made up some shit about um, speaking of the wetness of the Virgin region and whatnot, and I referred to it as waterfalls whenever we would talk about females in the female wrestling segment. You know, it was just me being stupid and immature, trying to add some laughs to the goddamn show and whatnot, but um, it kind of stuck. It's been a running gag for, what, two two years now or a little more? So uh, I just 
been keeping it going on the Wrestling This Trash podcast or whatnot. So whenever we highlight a female professional wrestler that a guest brings to the table for us to discuss, not in a demeaning way. I mean, women look good. So what what the fuck you expect from me? You know, what what you know, I do talk about their wrestling skill and um their impact on the business and you know, if I like or dislike them as a wrestler, you know. But I mean, ultimately they look good. Women look good. Women are awesome. Shout out to all the women in the world. I just wanna every girl in the world, which I might have attempted to do um over thirteen years ago before I met Mrs. B Rob, but when I you meet the one, you just, you know, you don't have those urges anymore. Now I just wanna be all over Mrs. B Rob in my soft and sensual voice. But anyway, good to have a homie on the show. I'm snapping my fingers in here like I'm doing a Atlanta two step or some shit. But um yeah, format was a little different today. Me and him just kind of rolled into the conversation when we uh started when I hit the record button. As soon as the call connected, we just got to chitting chatting and whatnot. But reminders for you. Yeah, as you heard at the top of the show, um May 10th through the 12th, Comic Palooza here in Houston, Texas is going to emanate from the George R. Brown Convention Center, and I will be a part of the festivities all three days, May 10th at 3 p.m. I have special guest Jay Pinjail, a former service member of mine. We went to Afghanistan, I mean, not Afghanistan, Iraq together, and um, right after 9-11, you know, we were the first initial wave to go into the country and fuck shit up for whatever reason, and um. It'll pretty much me and be me and him catching up, man. Um, I joined the military in 2000. And um, I, so I think me and him was kind of around the same frame. I mean, th- this will be a conversation that you hear because we'll be catching up because I believe he only did four years and got out. I'm not 100 percent sure because after I left that unit that we were in together, you know, I kind of lost track of him. So it's been well over um I want to say about 14 years since I've seen this dude, maybe even a little more, maybe even a little less. So we'll be live and in person in each other's company, catching up and, you know, seeing what's been happening over the past couple of years. So um, that'll be May 10th at 3 p.m. in the George R. Brown Convention Center. And we'll be on the show floor doing three hour show live. And then May 11th, that's a Saturday. I will be a part of a panel in room 360D, D as in Delta, D as in dog. And that'll kick off around 6 p.m. And we'll be doing a panel on, you know, broadcasting and promoting your podcast via social media. You know, tricks and tips that we use or things that we try to do and incorporate to get the show out there to you, the listener. And then Sunday, May 12th, Mother's Day. I'll be... Uh, freaking doing another panel same room 360 Delta and it will be around 12 p.m. and I'll be doing another panel with a slew of uh, Houston podcasters as well as the other panel for hosting a solo podcast tricks and tips that I use to host this solo show that I do I mean it's solo in the sense that I run everything myself I book the guests and I do everything alone you know so Look forward to it May 10th through the 12th. You get the B, full B-Rob experience at Comic Palooza here. And let me wrap this thing on up. 
You can follow me on Twitter at It's B-Rob. That's I-T-S-B-R-O-B. If you want to talk professional wrestling and any other general shenanigans, that's the place you do it. You can also follow this show at 3RShow on Twitter. And you can follow on Instagram. Just look for the Random Rounds of Rob and I'll pop right on up. And you can go to randomrobcast.com to where you can find many different ways to support the show, whether it be buying some merchandise from our merch store, being a Patreon for as little as a dollar, donating directly through PayPal or Cash App, looking up 3R Show, and using Amazon links. And the free way, the best way that you can help support the show is by uh, downloading it. Liking, retweeting, sharing, making your friends listen and writing those five star reviews. And if you got anything under five stars, leave some feedback. It was highly appreciated. And um, that's it. That's all I got for you. And I'll see you next time.